Yo fam, Coach Sam from Strong Gens Coaching back again with another episode for you guys today. And today we got Coach Tom back on the podcast. Um, but before we start, I want you guys to please, if you can, leave a review for this podcast. I'm trying to grow this podcast as big as I can to reach as many men as possible. And the best way is through word of mouth. So I need you guys to help us out. So leave a review if you haven't already and share this episode with two friends as soon as you're done listening to it. Uh, so we're going to talk about discipline today, self-discipline. We're heading into the new year. A lot of people got goals. A lot of people are trying to accomplish goals, but a lot of people fail at doing so. And there's a few reasons why, but coach Tom is the man in this arena football coach for 30 years, counselor for 30 years, disciplined as anything. And the man is a robot. So we're going to start off with talking about some discipline. So what's up, Tom? Coach Tom, dad. Yeah, a robot. Uh, I don't know if I like that term, robot. Well, you know, um, I hope I'm not robotic in other areas of my life. Maybe just, uh, you know, being disciplined with my, you know, my health. Uh, which I think is important. I mean, last last night, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have another podcast. And, you know, 2022 is coming to an end and 2023 is starting and and uh, have a couple of things to talk about, you know. But I will say that, you know, last night I was at a, a small uh, get together and uh, a, with, uh, you know, similar age people. I'm 59 years old and and I was talking to a, a very nice gentleman there. Um, was my friend Steve, brother-in-law, and um, you know uh, he's a, a, he's about ten years older than us because Steve is the youngest of five, so his oldest sister is about ten years older. And so I was talking to his dad, who was a former track, uh, not uh, talking to her husband, which was a former track coach. So um, we got to talk, and I got talked about running, blah blah blah. And so the folks there, they're like, you know, and I said, well, yeah, I'm still running. I ran 14 miles yesterday. I'm like, oh, I ran 14 miles today, and all this stuff. And so one of the, the ladies there was like, Tom, my, um, you know, my son is going to run his first half marathon, you know, and, and um, you know, she's a friend of mine. And, and uh, but, you know, uh, her my friend who passed is, is her, her was her husband who passed. So uh, one of his sons is uh, training for a half marathon. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. They're like, you still do that? I'm like, yeah. They're like, they're like, well, you know, you know, doesn't anything hurt like, you know, how can you keep doing that? Like, does anything hold you back? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I, I mean, I got pain, you know, I'm 59 years old and I have, I have a pretty severe lower back arthritis and, you know, and I got, you know, I got some other, you know, use injuries, you know, whatever nagging things like, uh, you know, runner's knee and things like that. But I'm like, I have to take care of myself every day. Like I have to ensure I, I do strengthening and, 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 and um, stretching uh, regimen every day for me to be able to, you know, keep up the things that I like to do physically. But what folks don't understand, you just don't, you just don't start that, you know, when you're 59, like you gotta, you know, this is a, a mindset that you've had, like you can start if you're 59, like I'm not trying to deter anybody from doing that, uh, but it's not going to be as simple, you know, but this has been my life for a long time. And, um, you know, other people um, might have a hard time, you know, recognizing that or, or to even fathom some of the things that I, I do um, because that's my life and that's what I like to do, you know? So, uh, um, but I was at this party last night, Sam, and I wanted to talk to you about, you know, the new year and being positive and, and about new year's resolutions. And I was talking to this guy and, and he was a, a coach too, a golf coach, uh, but he's a negative guy, you know? And, um, you know, he's telling me this story about, um, you know, that, uh, we were talking about, you know, where he coached and are they good? The player's good there. You know, he hasn't coached in a while. 
And it's like, he's telling me the story. The first story he picks is a negative story. First story he picks. So he's going to pick this story about this kid who says, coach, will you write me a letter um, for college? I want to try playing on the golf team. He goes, no, I'm not going to write you that letter. And the kid goes, why? He goes, because you're not good enough. You know, why would I? I'm not going to write a letter like that. Like, you're not you're not good enough. Like, you can't even beat me. You know, and he's like, come on, that's negative, you know, and he's like, no, nah, it's not negative. He goes that that that's just how it is. Like, you know, I'm not going to write the letter because, you know, you, you know, you're not that good. And I, I like, you know, I just like I said, I segue my way away from that, dude, because I'm like, come on, man. Like, you kidding me? Here's this kid wants you to do a simple thing, like write a letter for him, you know, but you think it's not it's not about you. It's about him. You know, you're all negative. Okay, and and this kid's positive. You know, this kid thinks, hey, maybe I got a shot or maybe I want to try even harder in high school because maybe I didn't like you as a coach. Maybe, you know, maybe that's why, you know, I wasn't motivated as much. Maybe I'm going to like college more. I don't know. Who knows? But the bottom line is the kid wanted to take the shot. And, you know, it reminds me, Sam, I had sent you a video on Sylvester Stallone, one of my favorite stories. You know, a lot of people don't know uh, if they ever get a chance to read up on a little bit or watch a documentary on, on Sylvester Stallone and, and Rocky. You know, Sylvester Stallone was a struggling actor and uh, had a couple bit parts in some movies and stuff. But he was he was poor, you know, um, and uh, he, he got the idea for the Rocky script and he wrote it. And, um, you know, he uh, you know, he, he sent it to some film producers and they wanted to buy the script. They wanted to buy the movie. You know, they started at 50 grand. Okay, and he said no, and he kept saying no because he wanted the lead role. Okay, uh, he had bit parts; he had never had anything more than that, and he wanted to test himself. He was positive; he wanted to see if he could really do it. And they kept refusing, and every time he refused, they put it up more to like hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand. He said no. Finally, they go to half a million dollars. Here's this guy's broke, and he says no. I'm not going to take that half a million. And what he said was in that clip that I sent to you, he goes, you know what? I knew that after that $500,000 was gone, that half million dollars was gone. I was going to regret, okay, what I did. Okay, didn't find out if I actually had what, what it took to make it big. And you know what? If Sylvester Stallone was negative, like the dude that, that I spoke to last night, maybe there would be no Sylvester Stallone. If he just took the money and ran, you know, and that's a hard thing not to take that money when you're broke. That's a half a million freaking dollars, you know, but but that's the for the new year. You know, um, like I don't make New Year's resolutions because I believe like there's no time like the present. If you have to put uh, like in the future, like I'm not going to make this change until three weeks from now, then you don't really want it that bad. So that means that over the long term, yeah, you might do well early on. Um, but in the long term, you'll probably drop it because you really didn't want it anyway. Uh, so I, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, but I believe in being positive. I believe in, in trusting yourself and, 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 and being positive. So if you're a negative person with the new year or you tend to look at things negative or things that happen to you negative with the new year turning like, hey, how about being positive? <laughs> that, that, that's, not a bad, that's not a bad thing to aspire to in the new year. Right. Yeah, I I got a few few things I want to you you know made some good points. So I want a few things I want to just also talk on real quick. You said just real quick because I'm the trainer. You know, you said uh, a lot of people were asking you, you know, like, oh, how can you still run half marathons every week? How can you run 20 miles every Saturday? So on and so forth. Don't your knees hurt? Aren't your ankles broken? What's going on? 
Don't you? Isn't your back blown out? See, people don't realize that when you've been doing something your whole life, your body is adapted to that thing. And most people who are saying that have been sedentary and living yeah. a sedentary life for 40 or 50 years. And yeah. when they try and do something active, their body responds with pain and discomfort. It's the body's responsibility right. to adapt to the stimulus that's placed on it. And you've been running consistently, maybe a few yeah. gaps here and there since you were like 21, yeah. 23 years old. Yeah. Um, like people don't, people don't get like today. Um, like, um, obviously I wouldn't run today. I take a day off uh, after 14 miles yesterday, but I'm not even that sore, you know, yeah, because, so uh, because I'm just, uh, you know, I have my, like you said that, you know, and I ran for an hour and 58 minutes straight. I, I don't, I didn't take any breaks. I didn't stop. Okay, I'm 59 years old. You know, I varied my pace a little bit, you know, slower in the beginning till I warmed up. Then I, I sped up a little bit. Wasn't trying to break any records yesterday, but but um, but yeah, I'm not even that I'm not even that sore today. You're adapted to it. Right. So when I got new clients in here, some people listen to this might not be physically active. You know, they see a lot. You don't know how many people come into my office with their freaking cell phone open. Right. And Instagram open. And they're like, I want to look like this person. And there are a 55-year-old person sitting in my chair showing me a picture of an 18-year-old athlete. And they're like, I want to be this person. I'm like, well, yeah. have you done anything that During person the club. over the past 40 years? No. So get that out of your head, right? But what you can do is change your life. It starts slowly, though. Like you're not, Your body's not adapted. Your life's not adapted to being physically active and reaping the benefits. So you got to start slow. You got to build a foundation. But it's possible. Um, I think that you know having a realistic uh, an unrealistic expectation too early on will demotivate people. So I try and bring them back to reality, tell them, listen, we're going to accomplish all those goals, but the body has to adapt, but it can, it is possible. Like if you stick to things, it is possible. Um, so, uh, if you're someone out there who has not yet started an exercise program, new year's coming up, um, start slow, start with a foundation, find a coach, find me, reach out to me, get you on track. It doesn't take that long to start the body's adaptation, you know, one, two, uh, three months is a good time, depending on your skill set. It's a good time. Um, but you did mention a couple other things like, uh, you know, being like that also runs into being disciplined enough, long enough to see the result, like doing the boring thing, like doing, you know, fighting through some pain to see the result. Most people give up. Like most people, you know, they expect that they're going to going to run a 5k and they'll run a quarter mile and be like, nope, my knees hurt. My back hurts. I'm out of breath. I'm not going to do it. And so they, they don't they're not willing to do the hard, boring stuff long enough to reap the rewards, you know, think of what, what people don't. You know, unfortunately, what a lot of people don't get the people who who are really physically fit understand it. But it's such a really unique, awesome feeling to be so fit that it's addicting and you don't want to lose it once you have it and you feel like a freaking monster, you know, like, yeah, I'm 59. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> You saw me in the morning. It takes me a while to get going. But um, but but, you know, you feel so incredibly good. Like um, and I, I don't want to like, you know, stop feeling that way. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't I don't want it because, you know, I mean, you know, the the schedule I kept when I went to Israel and visited your sister and and her boyfriend, Ben, and, and um, you know, the schedule that we kept for a week straight and everything that we did, you know, I, I, I could do that more. You know, I mean, because I could just take it, you know, and I, I and I loved it. I loved every second of it. You know, we did so many, you know, climbing and, and hiking and, you know, visiting this and visiting that walking 15 you know, miles a day on top of the run that I did in the morning. Like, you know, yeah. you know, it was awesome. Yeah, but you're built you're built for that. There's a lot of people who, you know, have, like I said, live sedentary lives and they need to 
they need to just do the grueling work in the beginning long enough for the body to adapt and then reap the results. And that's when like, like, you know, um, I, I have this pain, frustration, positive change chart. A lot of people think that when they start exercising and eating healthy, you're going to see positive change right away, but it doesn't happen right away. Right. It's happening under the surface, but then you start to see the results, right. and the results. And then you continue that, that gradual <laughs> change. But I'm getting back to what we we're talking about before, you know, you mentioned this kid in golf, you know, he wanted to try his chance on golf, you know, and I have experience with something like that, but in a different realm, you know, like I have that uh, muscular skeletal disease, um, you know, so I had doctors, <laughs> I had some of the quote unquote best people and the smartest people in the world telling me a story about myself and I believed it for a while and it, it made me go through a terrible depressive state for two to three years. And, and, uh, my life was terrible. I made some bad decisions because I believed a story somebody else told me. I didn't, I didn't be the hero in my life. I didn't write my own story. I was living my life through a story that somebody else wrote for me. And that's what that golf coach did for that kid. He wrote a story in that kid's mind. And now that kid has to live with it possibly if he can't get on the golf team because he needed a letter. And my advice to people listening to this is bet on yourself, like write your own story. Don't, don't follow the story someone else has written for you because they have no idea what you're capable of. The only person who knows what you're capable of is you. There's going to be people out there who push you to your next level, but even them, they don't know what you're possibly capable of. Even as a trainer, I've had people blow my damn mind. I'm like, this person will never be able to walk again. And then they're, they're walking miles. So, you know, and, and I'm someone who believes in endless possibilities. So for people to still be blowing my mind, it's crazy. But like bet on yourself. Like I would rather fail and be in the streets betting on myself than living a life of misery because I listen to everybody else. So having yeah. discipline to to stay your course, like to to listen to to, to what you want, to to uh, follow what, what you think is right. Like look at Sylvester Stallone. What if he what if he listened to everybody else? Like you're not an actor, like your your movie's not worth a couple million dollars. Like the dude wouldn't be where he is today. What a story. What a story of self-confidence, perseverance, you know, having faith in yourself, you have taking any, a risk, taking a risk. Yeah. You, know? you have any awesome. experience like that comes off the top of your head of you like remembering something like that in your lifetime where you, you know you were kind of maybe maybe it was a story that you were telling yourself because of other people or something like that. Uh a story I was well, I mean, you know. Um, everybody's got their thing. And I, I just think that, you know, um, you know, when I was younger, I just, you know, um, I did things that would say that I was self-confident and because other people would look at it, maybe say self-confident, I really wasn't, I had no confidence in myself. And, and, you know, I, I kept trying to achieve these things to impress other people like, um, like run a marathon and run, break a three hour marathon, thinking that, you know, then I'd be somebody, you know what I mean? And um, I, 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 you know, and people would respect me. But what I didn't know is that people respected me already. I just didn't respect myself yet, you know? And um, I, ha you know, I just didn't have self-respect. People really liked me and they really respected the person I was and the hard worker I was, but I, I didn't like myself and I didn't respect myself. And so what I came to understand is, is that, um, you know, uh, you have to learn to like yourself and to accept yourself with all all the, the positive and negative um, attributes that you might have. And that know that, you know, that looking at yourself through your own microscope is a little bit distorted, you know, oh, yeah. and um, and to, you know, and to broaden your horizons a little bit and to pull in some of your close confidants and 
and kind of trust their observations, you know, and run things by them. Like I would never do something like that. You know what I mean? Even with my closest friends um, and probably they knew my closest friends probably knew what was going through my stupid, dumb head. You know, like this dude doesn't this dude's a great dude. And, you know, he's got all this going for him, but he doesn't know it. He doesn't he doesn't think it, you know. If I wish one of those guys would have shook me up. You know? I'll give you it's funny you say I give you a good example. One of my close buddies, uh, he was in a long, long term relationship and it, you know, with plans on, you know, marriage and kids in the future. And uh, it was just recently ended. And um, um, you know, I, I texted him and I said, I said, listen, dude, like have your fun and everything, you know, but uh you gotta remember that like you're the fucking man. That's what I said to him. I was like, you are the man. I was like, you have set up your life. You served our military. You bought a house. You bought two cars. Oh, yeah. I was like, do not let anybody, even somebody yeah. you've been with for four years, make you feel like you are any less of a yeah. man. Make you feel like you are any less worthy of love or accomplishment or anything like that. I texted that. I called him. I was like, dude. I was like, I don't care. If, I don't care if it hurts your heart right now to hear me tell you that you need to. You need to pull yourself up from the fucking boots. But that's what you got to do because you're that fucking guy. That's why yeah. I, I said, I love you. I said, I'm here for you. But like you change yeah. that mindset. That's, like that's you awesome. Need, I, te- I called him. I said, I said, I know you want somebody in your life, but you don't need anybody in your life. And that's powerful. When that's you, powerful. You that. somebody, when yep. you don't need somebody in your life, that is powerful because then they can never own you. Like they can't own you yeah. if you don't need them. You have yeah. them in your life because you want them in your life. Not yeah, the thing, the, the thing is that the, 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 here's the thing. The, the, the prisons that we make for ourselves in life, okay, no one else has the key. We think other people have the key. Like if you're in a relationship, you're married or whatever, and you think, well, I'm in this prison. Like this person locks me in when they want to. No. We always have the key to get out of these prisons that we construct for ourselves in our life. You know, it's just the risk of doing that, you know. And so um, I, someone asked me recently, what's your which I like this exercise, you know, what's 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 your life in three, three sentences, right? Your life in three sentences. I, I really like it. And so it, this applies to me in, in my in my social life and in my relationship life when I was young. So, you know, my life in three sentences. One, um, I was a people pleaser. Okay. Two, um, you know, uh, um, I had an uh, epiphany or a catharsis, you know, and three, I please myself. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) It's good. I think, uh, what do you think about this? I think, um, you know, because we all want like, we all want freedom, right? We want freedom of will, freedom of life, freedom of this. But I, I think because we're talking about discipline for the new year, you know, I think the single greatest way to freedom is through discipline. I, I, I think there's, there's, there's some wisdom in that. Like the more disciplined you can be in certain subjects, the more freedom you will have in that realm. I, I mean, the thing is, is that I just talked about self-respect and, you know, the, the more discipline that you have in your life. Okay, you're going to gain more self-respect for yourself. And that feeling is so powerful that no one no one can cut you down. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I have this uh, I have this saying going around in the gym right now. and I'm telling everybody I'm shouting it. I'm like, this is the mantra for the new year for 2023. And the mantra is just say no, just say no. I'm the king of saying no. Say yeah. no to the drink, say no to the bad meal, say no to yourself. 
Say no right. to when you want to watch Netflix. Say no to when you want to be lazy. Say no to yourself because saying no means you're adding discipline to your life to reach your goals. And yeah. Freedom. It, it's true. And I'll tell you, like, people want to know, like, I, I've not been in a relationship in a long time. You know what I mean? And um, they're like, like, what's people like? What's wrong? I'm like, because, like, I say no. I mean, like, like uh, a relationship's going to go the way I want it to go or a relationship's going to look the way I want it to look, not the way someone else wants it to look. So, you know, you know, women my age, you know, they're all into this. I'm looking for my soulmate, my 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 uh, I'm looking for the one I'm looking for my best friend. I'm not looking for any of that. OK, and and I I'll definitely would like to be in a relationship with a woman who understands that I don't have to be in a relationship with a woman at this point. And that's not the most important thing in my life. I'd like it. But you know what? I like other things, too. And I'm not going to, you know, like, um, you know, like I, I saw I sent this clip to my buddy Jim when we were dying about this comedian. And he's older now. And this this young dude's interview him. He's going he's going. What about He's like, um, he's like, is it different now? Relationships? He goes, oh, yeah, it's different. He goes, it's different. He goes, he goes, um, he goes now. He goes, even now, he goes, now that I'm more set in my ways, he goes, you know, it's so different. And uh, and he gives an example. He goes, he goes, uh, you know, my girl, my girlfriend says, hey, you want to go kayaking? And I'm like, nah, I'm not going kayaking. He's like, you want to go kayaking? Go ahead, kayaking. He goes, he goes, I'll contact your family if you drown. I'll do that for you. But I ain't doing kayaking. And then he goes, 20 years ago, man, he goes. I he goes. I'd be strapping that kayak to the roof. Oh my god! It's funny. It was great. Yeah, I, it was great. I think you know, it was. It, it, was, it, was it, it was. It was funny, man, because his priorities have shifted, and yeah, I you know. Think- uh, but the point is, twenty years ago, he really didn't want to do the kayaking, but it, but he did it for the relationship and for other reasons. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't do the kayaking as a part of the relationship. You know, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like all the time to give in to something that you really don't want to do because you think like um, you're supposed to do it or or this is what relationships are about or it just takes a little bit of uh, from yourself. You know, uh, it, it it sucks a little bit out from you and what you want is important, too. You know, and that's why now it's I am so happy because I do. You know, I'm so happy on my own because I just do everything that I like, you know, and I always came second in my life. Now I come first and it's the best feeling ever. Listen, listen, dude, I know I'm only 28, but, you know, I had to learn the hard way about putting myself first. And now, like, you know, um, I tell all my clients, I'm like, you put yourself first. You put your health first because the healthier you are, the better service you are to yourself and the people around you. And, and what's yeah. better than that? What is better? What is worse than being a burden to the people you love? Nothing is worse than that. And you want to know what fixes that? Discipline, self-discipline. But I find it hilarious <laughs> that you say girls, your women your age, because dude, you're about to be 60 in like seven months, you know? Like women your age are looking for a soulmate. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> sick. What the fuck? Their life would have been over if we didn't have medications and stuff. Like they would have been different planet. Life. They're on a they're on a different planet. Like you know what I mean? This is the mindset you need to have. Like, I'm my soulmate. I am my soulmate, baby. Like you know, the thing is, you know, like, the, you know, that whole thing, like I'm looking for my best friend. I'm like, I got my best friends. I'm not looking for a best. That doesn't mean that I can't meet a woman and ultimately will become really, really good friends, maybe really close. But that's not going to be my initial reason to kind of like seek out a relationship. Listen, I think like uh, I think it's beautiful when you have a good relationship. I do. Um, but I think it's terrible from my experience. You know, I train a lot of people, hear a lot of stories 
I think it's terrible when you change yourself for somebody else because later on in life, then you resent the person, you, you resent your life. You know, Sam, there, there's an old saying, right? And this is so important for folks, right? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, agreed. Okay, you know, try not to get fooled twice. You know, if you've been fooled once and then you're fooled again, then that's, that's your fault. That's your fault. Yeah. You know, that, that's your fault. But, you know, if you're disciplined enough to set your life up in a way where you are free, you know, free. That's why I think discipline is freedom. Like, for example, financial freedom. If you're disciplined enough to stick to a job, if you're disciplined enough to save your money, if you're disciplined enough to pay off your debts on time, you know, yeah. you will eventually reach financial freedom. If you yourself have financial freedom, you know, before, you know, and, and maybe you're already married with kids, right, which, which would be a different situation. But for maybe someone in my situation who's a little older, no kids, maybe you got married, you know, put your foot down. Say, like, you know, babe, we got to stop spending I'm not cool with having this debt. You know, once you're financially free, now you have freedom to do whatever the hell you want. It's the same thing with your health. You know, discipline is freedom, right? You might be out of shape at 45 and you're on three different medications. You got you got cholesterol medication. You got blood pressure medication. You got all these medications. You're on antidepressants, whatever the case may be. Take control of your health. If you're disciplined enough with your health for a long enough amount of time, these things start to get better. And then you have freedom. You don't have to rely on a doctor. You don't have to rely on people to push you around. Discipline is something a lot of people lack in today's world. And I think that there are a few ways to go about gaining it. So what is something that you would advise someone to start doing if they want to gain more discipline in life to gain the freedom so they can benefit more in their, their social life, their relationships, financial life? You know, the thing is, sometimes people want too much in the beginning, you know. And this guy, this therapist, uh, wrote a book a long time ago, which I liked. And he asked it. I asked him, I liked it so much. When I wrote my self-help book, I asked him to write the introduction and he did. I wrote him and um, he wrote, he wrote the title of his book was do one thing different. And his philosophy was, you know, maybe there's a lot of changes you want to make in your life and, or maybe there's issues going on in your personal life, but if you could just make one change, just one and commit to that change, then there might be a slight improvement. So to answer your question, I think that if a person that wants to be more disciplined, they make they just make that one commitment uh, to do something different. Um, maybe that's a a walk every day, you know, and 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 maybe in no time commitment. You know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, well, if I can't walk for an hour, then I don't want to walk. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Maybe you only have 10 minutes, but at least you did it. And then you have 30 minutes the next day. At least you did it. Let's say a person's not able to do that. How make it a commitment like making your bed. You know what I mean? Or 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 whatever the case is, you know, like do something, make one change that's going to be consistent that you are not going to go back on, you know, and that those are the little things you're planting these seeds to be a more disciplined person. OK, when you do these little things consistently every day, it doesn't have to be a, you know, like, oh, I got to I got to go to the gym every day now. Like I haven't been to the gym in years and I'm not in shape and. And it just seems too overwhelming to me. It's like, all right, well, don't start there. You know what I mean? Don't start there. How about doing 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups a day? And just see how that goes, you know? Um, you know, commit to that, you know, and say, you know what? No matter what, I'm going to do my 10 push-ups today. Let's do, just do that. So that, that that's my advice. Like, do one thing different, but stick to it. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, as a personal trainer, I actually, that's one of my things is I say, change one thing at a time. Once you master one thing, you get to the next, you get to the next. Uh, I think self-discipline um, 
can also be practiced more so on external things. I mean, more so on internal things and external things in the beginning. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, say you're someone who has a nightcap every single night, you know, as like you have two beers every single night um, when you get home from work, which is very popular for men. Right? I mean, you're a drug alcohol counselor. You know, that's very, very popular for men. And my view on this is I tell myself, I don't, I don't deserve it. Like I actually went over this in my last solo podcast. I was like, yeah, I worked a 15 hour day. I'm no, you know, I'm no stranger to long days, hard work, but uh, yeah, that's just me doing my job. I'm supposed to do that. You know, I don't deserve a nightcap. Like, why is that a thing? Like, that shouldn't be a thing, you know? So having internal discipline sometimes, I think like, like not necessarily adding something and trying to be disciplined in that, but having the, uh, the ability to pull back on something you're already doing yeah. that's causing the damage. You have any insight on that? I don't know. It's just recognizing that, you know, you know, being a therapist counselor, you know, I have conversations with people all the time. I mean, you have to become aware that human beings will always gravitate towards the easiest thing. It's ingrained. So that being said, do you want to be different? Okay. Like I remember a long time ago, I was in my twenties and I was on a, uh, uh, an overnight work trip with uh, a colleague of mine. And, and he was probably 30 years older than me, maybe a little bit less. And we were sharing a room, you know, we went to this professional conference. And so we were, it was so freaking funny. He was a heavier dude out of shape, you know, great guy, Vietnam vet, um, loved him, but he really didn't take care of himself. But, we both ordered room service to get a snack before we went to sleep. And I got a bowl of cereal, you know, like a like a, a healthy like bowl of cereal, skim milk, whatever. And he ordered some sandwich with cheese and, you know, and 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 whatever. It was a it was a it was a sandwich you wouldn't eat at 11 o'clock at night, you know, but him. So and he had a moment of clarity. Right. He looked he, he had the sandwich like right here. You know what I mean? He's going to take a bite. He looks at mine. He goes, he goes, oh, he goes, I probably should have had something like that. But what the hell? And then he just and then he just downed that disgusting sandwich that just turned to freaking fat. He didn't have a chance to burn off any of that shit and clogged up more of his arteries because the cheese and meat or whatever that was on it. It was just unnecessary to have it at late at night. You know what I mean? Didn't even give himself a shot. But again, human beings gravitate towards what's easiest, you know, uh, so. I never wanted to be like that. Yeah. And, and uh, that's, I mean, it's, it's true. And, but uh, humans do gravitate towards what's easiest. It's just natural, but that's why it's, it's hard. It's, if I see this all the time, man, it's hard for people to lose weight sometimes because they just can't, it goes back to just saying no. Like you, that dude could have just said no, should have just said no. Right. That's why the motto for 2023 is just say no, but also is, is a lot of people view these things as like, uh, oh, it's another chore. It's something I got to do, right? Like, ah, oh, I got to walk. Ah, oh, I got to fix my diet. Ah, oh, I got to work out. Ah, oh, I got to get in shape. But Listen, I'll, I'll give you an example. I, that's just like me having a plant-based diet, okay? Like, you know, I, you know, and so people are like, you know, that must be so hard. How can you do that? I'm like, that's that's what I want. It's not hard at all. If if you believe in something. You know, it's it's not hard. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, people say, like, well, pizza, you know, you love pizza. Like, you know, how can you not eat pizza? I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I, I made a philosophical change in my brain. Like, 
you know, um, yeah, on my deathbed, if I die when I'm 100, and someone says, what was the favorite food you ever had in your whole life? I said, it would be pizza, you know, uh, even though I didn't have it for 50 years or something like that. You know what I mean? But um, but people understand it's not difficult when you've when you've made a philosophical change about your life. Like, I want to be in better shape. I want to. Yeah, I want to I want to eat better nutritionally. You know, I want to I want to take care of myself. You know, I want to I want to, you know, have a different life other than, you know, waking up, going to work, being stressed out, coming home, drinking alcohol, going to sleep waking up, you know, not feeling great, doing the whole thing again, you know? So, um, you know, I think people really have to think things through, like, you know, how do I really want to be like, how much do I really want this, you know? And you really have to do some soul searching, maybe do some journaling for a while. Okay. Because when you put the written word down in a journal about how you're feeling and what your goals want to be, it's, it's cool because these thoughts are just out there and you can lose them. But when when you write it down, they come out of your freaking brain and and on the paper. And when you see it, it it hits you differently. And you're like, look, I've wanted this for a while now. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? So um, all these things that people say can work sometimes, they certainly can work. Yeah, you make strategies. When you write things down, you make it a reality. Uh, I'm no stranger to writing things I've written a lot. Um, But it it comes down to to really wanting something and I, I just recorded a podcast if you haven't listened to it it's two episodes back from this one that's going to be on on the strong gen podcast so listen to that it's all about achieving actually what you want uh in life um but to bring this back to like the positive comment that you were talking about earlier like going into the new year with a positive attitude you know instead of thinking like oh i gotta do all these things like i got it's like a chore to do these things it's another thing i gotta do Instead of thinking about it like that, think about it as accepting the challenge to become the best version of you. Like accept the challenge, baby. Like like you are good enough to do what needs to be done to become the person you want to be. Accept the challenge. Don't see it as a negative. Don't see it as a chore. See it as a challenge. See it as something to yeah. overcome. You and, know? and I want to I want to mention something else when we're done. Like you know, I I, I never heard of the, uh, you know, the term dry January, um, you know, until I was like, you know, in my 40s. I didn't know people did that shit. You know, like people were like, well, they drank so much over the holidays that they decided not to drink alcohol just for the month of January. So first I thought that was kind of dumb. Like maybe you drink too much. But now I gotta be honest with you. I kind of like it. I like if people are going to make a month commitment to do something. At least it's something. It could kickstart them. So let's say it's not just dry January. Let's say it's fast food January. Like, I'm not going to have any fast food for the month of January. It's a great way to start off the new year, right? Or I'm not going to have any ice cream. You know, even if you love if you love ice cream, you have it every day. You're like, you know what? I'm going to do ice cream, Jan- no ice cream January. I think that's cool. You know, uh, I've changed my thinking about that. Dry January, no fast food January, you know, walking January. I'm going to walk every day, whatever it is. I like it. It is cool. We actually do that at the gym. We do do dry January at the gym. We have a group of people who do it every year. I myself do three months off caffeine, three months off alcohol. That's what I do. Uh, Because again, I don't like when things can control me. I I don't like that. I used to let things control me in the past and I don't like that anymore. So I have control over everything. So I like testing myself. I like putting, saying uh, like, ah, that, that, uh, that alcohol right there. I do like my whiskey. Yeah. Not allowed to have it for three months. Why? I can control my intake. Uh, so it's just something to keep in mind, but going into the new year, you know, accept the challenge, accept the challenge, become the best version of you. Yeah. That's thing. Say no to things that you've been doing. Say and, no. and, you know, and you know, Sam, th- this is important. So if someone starts off the new year with some goals and it doesn't work out for them, they're like, oh, I fucked up. 
you know, excuse my language. Um, you know, I have to wait till next year. No, you don't. Like, you know, how about use the next month as the new year? So if it didn't go, January didn't work out for you, you're like, oh, well, it didn't work out. Then make your new year start February 1st or March 1st, okay? You it's, know, or, it's or also, April 1st. It's also just change your mindset. Like, there's no, you can't fail. You can't fail at this shit. It's a practice. It's like getting better at a sport, right? You missed 30 free throws last practice. Guess what? You go back tomorrow and you try again. It's a practice. Exercise is a practice. Waking up on time is a practice. This positive self-talk is a practice. So you, you never fail. Like it doesn't matter what you did today. Oh, you missed, you overslept, you missed your alarm. Okay, big deal. You you flunked today. That doesn't mean you stop tomorrow. It's a practice. You practice again tomorrow because the more you practice, the better you get. The better you get, the more success you're going to see. The more success you're going to see, the longer you're, of a duration you're going to want to do this for the rest of your life. So there is no fail. There's no failing. You can't fail at this shit. If, if there was failing, I would have been, I would have been in fucking failure jail a long time ago because i failed ten thousand times failing you can't fail you only fail the only way you fail is when you stop trying that is is it you stop doing the things that's when you fail the people i don't care what anybody says the people who are most successful aren't successful through talent there's only a few very few that are just successful based on talent the people who are always successful are the ones who refuse to stop doing what needs to be done doesn't matter how many times they fail they just keep doing the thing and then eventually, one year, five years, 10 years, 15 years, they've done it so many times, they master it. They mastered it. Now they're good at it. Now they reap the rewards. I truly believe in that. I mean, look at this. I've been a personal trainer for 11 years now. My 11th year as a personal trainer. You've seen me through it all. You know how many, in the beginning, it looked all gravy. Then I went through some bullshit. It didn't look too hot, right? What is this kid going to do? You know, he's not, you know, being a personal trainer anymore. He's got all these health problems, blah, blah. Now, now look at me. Now look at me financially free, successful, training clients after clients after clients, building this business. Like there's no such thing as failures. Only got to keep at it. That's the thing, you know, whether things are going well or things are going bad, you got to keep at it. You got to keep at it. Cause what, cause what's the choice? You check out, you like, "Ah, I'm just going to exist. I'll go on, you know, I'll go on welfare or something and, and uh, whatever, I'll fake an injury or an illness and and I'll just collect and uh, that'll be my life. Come on. Kind of. Is that like I would like I said before, like like I would rather go out failing because I tried to bet on myself than to live a miserable, miserable. I don't know, man. It's just not who I am. And I hope other people take some inspiration from this, from us, from the wisdom that we're spewing and run with it. Start the new year off right. We only got 40 seconds left. You have anything? That's it. Say that is it. Happy New Year, peeps. Happy New Year, everybody. 2023. Uh, They go fast. So, you know, enjoy them and make them well spent discipline is freedom thank you all right all right son love you buddy peace love you too see ya